I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Unbreakable You podcast. It is the last week of June and I honestly can't believe it. We have been having an absolutely beautiful spring here, like summer, like temperatures, kind of very unseasonably warm here where I live. So I feel like we're already in the middle of summer, but summer is really just starting and I'm here for it. I love it. So anyways, happy almost July. And I'm really excited to be sitting down here with you Today, as I'm recording this episode, it's Monday evening. We have a thunderstorm happening right now. You might hear some like background noise. I'm not sure. I have my office window open. It's raining outside. Obviously, I said it's thunderstorming, but I just couldn't help but have a nice thunderstorm breeze flowing into my office while I record this episode for you. So let's talk about this episode because I just decided on the topic like two minutes ago. (laughs) So today's topic, we're talking about books, by the way, fiction novels to be exact. But today's topic was actually requested to me by one of my past clients that I had an honor of working with years ago. So I just want to give her a little shout out and say thank you for requesting this topic. But prior to two minutes ago, um, I actually had another topic planned and we'll probably get to that one next week, but it's a pretty like intense, maybe a little bit heavier. Like it's kind of a more serious topic talking about like nervous system and trauma stuff. And as I said, it's Monday evening. So I'm actually recording this at 7 p.m., which is definitely not the norm. I usually record these episodes early in the afternoon, but um, my family has been going through some stuff lately. So just a few days ago, we lost someone in our family who we loved very much and was very close to all of us. So it's been a pretty challenging and heavy last few days around here. So yeah, I am I typically don't work in the evenings, but I really needed to record this podcast episode tonight. And every time I thought about sitting down and recording a podcast episode about the topic that I had planned on initially, I just felt like, oh my gosh, this is the last thing I want to be doing right now. So then this topic popped into my head 
that um, we're going to be talking about today from that was requested from one of my past clients and instantly I felt this huge shift in my body like I was holding on to a lot of heaviness and kind of resistance and dread at the thought of sitting down and recording an episode about like healing and trauma and nervous system stuff and as soon as I thought about this alternative topic I was just kind of like okay wait a minute what else could I talk about tonight and as soon as I thought about this topic I felt this instant shift in my body it was like this lightness it was like I could breathe and I actually felt really excited to sit down and record this episode so I knew that this is the episode I needed to record tonight and then like thinking about that thinking about how I personally experienced that shift in my body I was like I also want to share that with everyone listening like I really wanted to include that in today's episode because I feel like we can make things really hard for ourselves when things don't actually need to be that hard so for an example like I said I've had my family and I have had a really heavy and challenging past few days and then I was thinking like okay now I have to go in my office sit down tonight and talk about this really serious topic you know about trauma and healing (laughs) and then when I offered myself this other option and noticed that shift within myself yeah it just got me to thinking how often we make things harder for ourselves than we actually need to and maybe you know you're making something harder for yourself than it actually needs to be right now and so even you know even if you leave today's episode with one thing maybe you can just take like a little step back and ask yourself whatever feels hard in your life right now like is there something that you can do to maybe make it a little bit easier or experience a little bit more ease with that or you know maybe there's a whole other option than what you feel like you have to do right now just as I experienced right like I didn't have to come into my office and sit down and record about this heavier topic I I offered myself this other option so I just wanted to share that little experience with you all before we talk about books I'm so excited so this gal requested this topic a few months ago she probably and here's my apology but um, she probably thought I forgot but I didn't I've just been waiting for the end of June beginning of July because I basically like she wanted to hear about all of my favorite books that I read so far this year and I think I received this topic request like early May and I thought well why don't I wait until the year is like we're halfway through the year you know I thought that would be 
um, a good place to share all of my favorite books so far. So let's talk about books and maybe we'll start with like my reading goal. So last year I read 80 books on the dot. I don't know how I read 80 books last year. I went from reading 12 books in 2021 and then I read 80 books in 2022 and I truly don't know how I did that. Um, So at the beginning of this year, I set a goal for myself for one book a week. So I thought I'd be super happy if at the end of the year I read 52 books. I thought that was like really going to be really easy for me. And it is really easy for me. Honestly, I read quite quickly, but I feel like um, just 2023 is really busy. (laughs) Um, Whenever the weather gets nicer and the days get longer I feel like my reading time really goes down because when it's dark and cold in the winters I spend so much time snuggled up by the fire reading but when it's beautiful outside and the sun is shining you know I want to be outside so my reading time naturally just goes way way down in the nicer months and then between like all of the kind of harder stuff that has happened in our lives over the past few months and just like even wedding planning like I'm having so much fun wedding planning and I'm kind of reminding myself that I only get to plan a wedding once in my life like this is going to be the only time I'm doing this And I'm having so much fun with it. And I just want to enjoy that. So, you know, that looks like less time sitting down and reading a good fiction book. But I am pretty much on track with my reading goal for the year. So I probably will still end up reading 52 books by the end of the year. So let's talk about all of my favorites so far now that we're like halfway through 2023, which is so crazy to even say. So I have read many books and I must say that I think 2023 is like my year for really getting into fantasy. I'm not sure what it is. Maybe I just like never really gave fantasy a shot before or maybe just like with everything going on this year fantasy is just the perfect genre to give me that escape but whatever it is I don't need to know the reason but I have really gotten into fantasy this year and have read some really phenomenal books so let's just go through some of my like favorites from the year so far just books that really stick out to me and these are in no particular order like I do rank my books but the way that I'm going to be sharing them with you today I'm not ranking them in any specific order I will probably do that at the end of the year and tell you like my top top favorite books but for now we're just going to share like the most memorable books I've read so far this year so 
like I said, I really got into fantasy. So let's start with that genre. So the best recent fantasy book that I read is actually like a trilogy. So it's a series of three books and shout out to my friend Kara who recommended this series to me. It is hands down one of the best things I've ever read. And honestly, I just finished the trilogy at the beginning of May, I believe. And I could truthfully reread the entire trilogy all over again right now because it was so good. So it is called the Caravel series. Now, like I said, it's fantasy. And if you're into kind of very magical, game-like, carnival type of vibes, this is for you. I loved these books so much. And I remember when I first, I finished the first book of the trilogy and I text my friend Kara because I was about to read the second book. And I was like, okay, if you had to pick which book of the three is your favorite? And she's like, honestly, I could not pick because I loved them all so much for different reasons. And I was thinking like, how could you not pick a favorite? Because I'm all about ranking stuff. Like I get so much joy out of ranking stuff. So it just like blew my mind that she couldn't pick a favorite out of the trilogy. But now that I am done the trilogy, I'm like, okay, I see what she means because they are very different from one another. And I don't want to say too much or like you know I hate spoilers I really really do especially when it comes to like books so I'm not going to give any spoilers today but I truly don't think I could choose a favorite from the trilogy of Caravel because they were all so good so if you really want like a good solid recommendation for a fantasy novel that will totally give you this magical, unforgettable escape, I highly recommend Caravel. So it goes Caravel, Legendary, and Finale. That's the order that the books go in. Now, while we're still on the topic of fantasy, I also want to recommend another series. It's not a completed series yet. So I know a lot of people actually don't like reading a series until it's complete because they don't want to be like waiting for the other books to come out. But I'm not one of those people. And I got into this series. The first book is Ninth House. And then the second book is Hellbent by Lee Bardugo. I was obsessed. I think I read these back in January. So I have a confession. I have never actually read the Harry Potter series. And I know, I know that is so like, I, I honestly can't believe it myself. I probably will read them this year. I feel like I need to start them in like September or something like that. I don't know why, but I feel like 
I'll get the wedding out of the way and then dive into the world of Harry Potter. I've watched all the movies, just haven't read the books. But anyways, the reason I say that is because like I know Harry Potter is like, you know, academia, like it's set at a school, he goes to a school and it's like all happening at Hogwarts. So Ninth House and Hellbent, it's like dark academia and it's all set at Yale which is so cool. Like, I absolutely loved this series. I believe it's going to be a trilogy. So two of the three books are out. Anyways, I loved this book. For those of you who are really new to fantasy and not sure if you'd like fantasy or not, or you're kind of like on the edge of liking it, I don't think this would be a great place to start. I feel like Caravel would be a phenomenal first like fantasy read for anyone wanting to like get into the genre. But for those of you who maybe are familiar with Lee Berdugo's writing style and her other books, or you just like Dark Academia, I highly recommend Ninth House and Hellbent. They are like it's probably like the highest fantasy novel I've ever read, but I loved it so much. So good, so dark, and just the vibes about the book. Like, I love that it's set at Yale, and I guess um, people have actually, like, she uses all the real buildings at Yale. So I'm not sure if any of you who are listening to this show right now have actually attended Yale, but I feel like if you went to that school, it would be pretty cool to read this book. So anyways, highly recommend Ninth House and Hellbent. I love both of those ones equally, but I I rated Hellbent just like a touch higher because Ninth House, it kind of takes a while to actually understand what's happening because you're learning all of this new stuff. So when you dive into Hellbent, you already know like what all these words are and what she's talking about and stuff. It's not really like, you know, a hundred pages setting up the world kind of thing. So Anyways, love that series, and I can't wait to read the rest of it. And we'll just continue to stick with the fantasy genre. So I also read a book called The Night Circus. Now, I actually really did like this book. Definitely like a different writing style. My friend Kara, who recommended Caravel. She actually did not like the Night Circus and she said there's like no plot, but I am a huge fan of Sally Rooney's books, which everyone complains that they have no plot. So I guess I like books that have no plot. So I actually really did like the Night Circus. However, I feel like I would have really liked, like I I would have liked it a lot better had I not just basically finished the Caravel series because the Night Circus, you know, it's circus vibes. Caravel is like a magical game, like kind of carnival type thing. So they're not the same. 
but I feel like I kind of went into the night circus like comparing it to Caravelle and so I feel like if there was more space between those books I probably would have appreciated the night circus more but it was still really good and then I also read some Greek mythology so still kind of like fantasy genre but Greek mythology so the song of Achilles absolutely stole my heart I loved the song of Achilles and then another book by that same author which is still Greek mythology is Circe or Circe people say it different ways I listened to it like how to pronounce it on Google. There's so many different ways. Obviously, like the Greeks say it differently, but it's C-I-R-C-E. I enjoyed this one too. It's definitely up there. It's definitely a book I would recommend. However, I don't know. There was something about the Song of Achilles that I just preferred that. And then finally, the last fantasy kind of magical realism type of book. This is less fantasy, more magical realism. It's called Wayward. I really liked this book. It follows like three generations of women who kind of have, I don't know, like I said, I don't want to give spoilers, but it's really cool. I loved it. And it's just like one of those, it's very like feminist. And um, I don't know, it really stuck with me. I, it kind of is one of those books that like snuck up on me. I didn't think I would like it as much as I did. And then by the time I finished it, I was like, wow, I can't stop thinking about this book. So really, really loved Wayward. Now, speaking about books that really sneak up on you and you're like, wow, I absolutely loved this book. So I have one more of those books that I need to tell you about, and it is called The First Day of Spring. So probably like three years ago, two or three years ago, I bought this book called the first day of spring and I bought it because the cover is so gorgeous it's like a really dark like navy black type of book and the font's really cool anyways the cover of this book just looks very intriguing and I also liked the name the first day of spring it just caught my attention and Scott's birthday is actually the first day of spring but anyways I have owned this book for years and I just never picked it up. It was just always sitting on my shelf and something that I really like one of my goals for 2023 was to not buy as many books and also kind of use the library less until I read all of the books in my sh- on my shelf because I have so many books and I wasn't getting to them because I just kept renting books from the library. So anyways, long story short, I really wanted to read The First Day of Spring 
during the spring of this year. That was kind of like my deadline for myself. So in May, I picked up this book and it took me a little bit to get into because the dialogue is kind of different, like the way um, the characters speak to one another. Like it's, it's kind of a different book to get into. But like I said, this one snuck up on me and I actually ended up loving it. Like this is a five-star book for me. I was super emotional by the end. So if you're wanting something a little disturbing, because this is very much disturbing, it's a disturbing read, but the character, the main character is so strong and you see how she heals and grows and evolves over time. Um, Anyways, this book is absolutely phenomenal. And the author, this was like her debut novel. And I just, it's probably one of the best debut novels I have ever read. It was honestly phenomenal. Another book that I would definitely read again. So The last book I want to talk about today is one that you probably have not heard about before because it definitely does not get the hype that it deserves. This is actually the very first book that I read in 2023, very first book, and I still think about it, and now we're in the end of June. And I want everyone to read this book. This book just, it's its quite heavy. So I did take my time working my way through this book. It deals with a lot of heavy subjects and stuff like that. Like it's definitely like a heavy read. However, the writing is phenomenal. And it is a story that I was just absolutely obsessed with like one of those stories that you feel like you are in it and you know every character in the book and you can like smell your surroundings and you can taste the food that they're describing in the book anyways this book is called Sugar and Dust by Ella Kerr and it is one of the best books I have ever read so Shout out to Ella Kerr. She's amazing. And yeah, definitely go read Sugar and Dust. So kind of recap the Caravelle series, Sugar and Dust, Ninth House series, The First Day of Spring, Wayward, and The Song of Achilles and Circe and The Night Circus. I feel like those books are probably like you know, my tippity top reads so far of the year, not in that order, but those are the books that I want you to go and read if you haven't read them yet already. And if you have, I would love to know your thoughts on them. And so feel free to write me, message me, wherever you've connected with me before my email address is in the show notes and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for being here with me and 
encouraging me, I guess, or even like requesting that I record these fun episodes. It's fun to kind of like be able to talk about trauma, healing, nervous system, regulation, healing, and stuff like that. One episode and then dive into kind of like fun stuff whenever I want to. So I just really appreciate you listening, but I also appreciate you giving me like the flexibility or even not giving me the flexibility, but encouraging me to just be flexible with all of these episodes and the topics that you want to hear. So I really appreciate that about you. I love our Unbreakable You community. And I love that, you know, you're down to listen to such a variety of topics, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So thank you so much, my friends. I will be back next week, probably with that originally planned topic that I had for us this week, but I really enjoyed chatting about books with you. And I guess I'll end this episode by sharing with you what I'm currently reading. It is also really good, but I can't include it yet because I'm not done. So I can't really tell you my full review on it, but it is fantasy. I am really liking it. And it's called Ink Blood Sister Scribe. Weird, weird title. I do not like the title. But I liked the description and I chose it for my book of the month pick this month. So if you don't know what book of the month is, I have a like referral code and I'll put that in the show notes. But basically, they email you on the last day of the month and they give you like five to seven different book options from different genres. So there's usually like a fantasy option. There's usually a historical fiction option, a contemporary fiction, a romance. Like there's at least those genres and they're all pre-releases or like really new releases and you get to pick one And it comes to your door as like a hardcover. So you get to pick one hardcover every single month that you won't be able to go out and actually buy in stores yet. Anyways, I love subscribing to Book of the Month. This is not an ad, by the way. This is me just genuinely telling you that I love Book of the Month. And it came to Canada back in November. So it's a US thing, but it came to Canada and I have been a member ever since it came back in November and I absolutely love book of the month. So just for fun, I added my referral code for you in the show notes. So if you want to choose like a book of the month, uh, feel free to use my code if you're not already a member yet. So thanks again, friends. I thought I was wrapping up before and then I started talking about Book of the Month Club. Anyways, I hope you all have a very lovely end of June and the beginning of July. And I will see you next week. Music.